Hallelujah. How many are excited about being in the house of God? How many are hungry for what God is going to deliver this morning? How many of you know if you don't have an expectation, God can't meet you where you're not expected? That, 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 that's why God is trying to provoke our expectation again. I don't know about you, but we've been expecting for the, for the future. But God is saying, I'm trying to get you back to the now. See, many believers are praying for the future, but you got to know how to pray for the now. Faith is now. Now faith is. Faith ain't in the future. Faith is now. So we got to have an expectation for what God is doing for the now. Amen. So I want you to prepare yourself and, 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 and really understand what God is doing in this time. I believe we're in, a, we're in a, a series, what do you see? What do you see? And I, I believe we have to get a greater capacity to see in the things of God. Amen. We are spiritual. The Bible says we walk by the spirit. We walk by the what? So you have to understand how to walk and learn spirit teaching. How many of you know it's time to stop only talking carnality? Walking the church through carnality. The commonality of what? Carnality. But we got to learn spirit teaching. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles and I want you to go with me to Philippians 3. Philippians 3, 16 through 20. Now, I'm not going to, you know what, I'm going to talk a little bit just to start you all off this morning. Hallelujah. And we're going to Philippians 3, 16 through 20. If I were to subtitle this this morning, I would subtitle this the pearl of passivity. The peril of what? Passivity. How many of you know that Christians got to break out of passivity? Uh, I, I, I don't think y'all ready. Uh, how many of y'all know we got to break out of passivity? Isn't it interesting in the world, you, you, you're confident, but when it comes to the things of God, for some reason we're passive. And until we understand how to break out of the passive mindset, we are allowing the license liberties uh, uh, to be swayed and not our defense and not our way. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? We are called to occupy until he come. Somebody say we're called to occupy until he come. So it matters how you choose. It matters what you're governed by. Somebody say it matters what I'm governed by. And you have to understand uh, uh, if you are passive in what you're governed by, passivity opens the door and the cracks of passivity allows demonic and it allows the portals of doors to be opened that takes the room that you're supposed to occupy. So I believe that we're going to get our seats back in. Come on, we're going to get a seat, our seats back in our in ourselves. We're going to get our seats back in our family. Come on, we've gotten up. Sometimes we're too nice. We give our seats away. We don't know who we're giving it away to. And until we learn how to stop being passive in certain arenas, we're going to allow the doors to continue to open and masquerade as something and it's not. So we're living in a generation where we are uh, uh, demonized. And, and uh, listen, we don't understand different realms of what God is doing. How many of y'all know there's realms to this? 
So salvation and the gospel is not a blanket statement. There are realms to this. Somebody say realms. And so we have to break out of passivity in language. Passivity in posture. Passivity in, in, in our uh, behavior. What does passivity mean? You, let me give you some cliches that Christians think that we say that we don't because we don't understand. You know, there, there's many times we feel like God's, how many of y'all know God's will will prevail? But how many of you know we say that passively as if we do nothing? Well, you know, God's will going to prevail. Yeah, but that don't mean that you have to be a part of his will prevailing. Y'all not ready this morning. That doesn't mean that you have to be a part of it. Oh, he will get his will done. But you cannot allow yourself to be passive in language thinking that his will get done no matter what I do. No, he told you that you are going to be arms and feet in the mouth that make, brings the movement of what I'm going to do on earth. Are y'all catching this? So that passivity and, well, you know, it don't matter what goes on in this life. God will. But no, that's called lower level logic and passivity. It's just for regular Christians. How many of y'all won't go beyond being a regular Christian? Yeah, that's all we know. It's just, well, you know, God, no, you just got language, but there's no content. So you got to understand God is building an army. Listen, there are certain times during this time you can't walk with everybody. You got to know where the army is. Because if you don't know how to walk with the right army. You start to become what you're attached to. So I, I, I want to help us to understand. How to walk. In definitive dedication towards God. How to walk in what? Definitive dedication towards God. And we're going to talk about the pearl of passivity. And I'm going to read this. Hold your scriptures where you are. But Psalms 11, 2, 4 says this. If the foundations are destroyed, watch this. What can the righteous do? If the what? Are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Oh, so you're waiting on God, but God is waiting on. Well, you know, God is just going to make a way. Ah, What if you were the way? But you've been sleeping on the way because you're afraid of what people are going to do to you. You're afraid of people. What got. Come on, I repent. Every Listen to me. I see. So I said, God, I repent. It, everybody, else, what are you repenting for? You don't know what God told me to do. And until you learn how to walk by the spirit in you and stop looking at your neighbor, you're always going to know not where you are in your set of righteousness. Your righteousness is not my righteousness. Are y'all getting that? The Bible says he's giving us portions of faith. So you have your own Holy Spirit. You can't walk by my Holy Spirit. You can't judge by my Holy Spirit. So every time we look at our neighbor, we come out of our lane to walk in their Holy Spirit. And we don't know we could be violating what God is trying to lead us and guide us into. So we have the compromise in the access of the world and we're, we're double-minded. So we're in the midst of all these things that nobody know why the church is split. But it's interesting because nobody can come to the foundation of the word. 
because if you trigger certain things, you're going to hit certain personal emotions and personal attachments that's not submitted to the. I thought the Bible, listen to me, the Bible as believers, let me tell you something. We should never be able to argue about anything. You know why? Because it's not about us. We don't preach ourselves. Ah, who we preach? Christ Jesus. So if I'm not preaching myself, why we can't come to the table? We can't come to the table because of the personal attachment. So I believe God is building a new kind of people after his own what? Heart. But we got to understand where we've been compromised for us to move forward into where God is trying to take us. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Philippians 3, 16 through 20. And it reads, nevertheless, to the degree that we have already obtained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Let us be of the same what? Let us be of the same what? So that means if you're walking by the same rules, you should be at the same. If you're walking by the same rule, let me stop right there. What is the rule? Let me see your Bible. What is the rule? So what's the foundation? What is a ruler? What rulers do? Oh, they do what? They set standards and measures. So how, where do we measure? Oh, so not by our personal preference. Not by our options. Come on, sometimes the word will show me something that my options said different. And I got to submit to the... But if I don't get intimate with that word, I might start believing my option better than the... Because I wasn't personal with the, all right. So you got to understand that I got to understand. He's telling you, be at the same rule and at the same mind. So if you're at the same rule, you'll always be at the same. Are y'all catching this? Verse 17, brethren, join in fellowship, my example, and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and I tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. Now, mind you, he's talking about these are enemies of the what? Cross. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated. We are in a, thank you, man of God. We are in a, a dangerous, dangerous state in where we live at this moment. And when I say a dangerous state, I want you to understand what I mean. Because at the end of the day, the Bible says you will have many trials in this world. But watch this. Be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So when you're, when you're united and aligned with the overcomer, you are an overcomer. However, because we have the heart of God, the mind of God, and we walk in alignment with him, we can see the destructions of those who are not there. 
And so when we say that we're in trouble, it's not that we're in trouble because God didn't finish it. We're in trouble because if you really love what God loves, which he's come for his people, and he wished that no soul be. So because that's our heart also, we feel the burden that God feels. So everyone who's a believer should have a burden that God feels. But it's interesting, most of us haven't entered into that burden because we're so frustrated and, and we still are demonstrating uh, uh, the nature of our own burden. How many of y'all want to come into his burden and out of your own? Come on, sometimes we're so stuck in our own, we, we ain't got time for God's burden. God, you give me more money, then I get in your burden. God, you give me a better job, then I get in your burden. But he's saying, no, when you learn how to live from the inside out instead of the outside in, you will automatically, by default, enter enter into the realms that brings that to you it's not the other way around i don't bring you nothing to show you anything you become what i told you to become and you will meet where you're supposed to meet come on that means i need to become the person that meet need to meet where i'm supposed to meet come on some of you your future is looking for you you're not looking for your future oh jesus i don't mess see some of you you're looking for a job but your job is looking until you realize you become the person that looks for the job. You become the person that, that perceives what. There's an economy that reads, are you the person that's supposed to enter into this? But sometimes my defilement is so deep that I misstate where I'm supposed to be walking. So I mess up what's already made. Are y'all catching me? So I want you to understand that we are in a state where we have to get to a place where we can identify where we stand in the in God. Amen. The Bible say test to see where you are. How many of y'all know you're supposed to be testing to know where we are in the faith? How many people actually test where they are in the faith? Sometimes we need to look in the mirror and say, well, I'm at in the faith. You really don't need to look in the mirror, the mirror of your heart. And see where you are in the what? In the faith. So God is wanting us to understand where we are. And I want to help us to understand the levels of manipulation and, 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 and deception that is being played out. How many of y'all know there are high level manipulation and deception playing out? Amen. How many of you know you can't perceive all the levels unless you learn to grow in God? Oh, there are levels that you'll never perceive. Until you learn how to have the eyes and the ears and the mind of God. So if there's levels that I can't perceive, I got to understand what God is trying to do in me so I can learn to be governed by those principles that govern that arena. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand something about deception. All right. Because we are being socially constructed today. We're being socially manipulated today and the reason why it's easy to do that is because we're not in true obedience towards God we've learned church wrong we've learned it wrong you know how we learned it wrong because we got more people in positions that don't have the precepts that Paul said are elementary so how do you pass tests and pass grades and you haven't even how do you pass grades and you haven't passed a test in elementary. So when we don't have real uh, uh, biblical 
leaders that have the blueprint for how it looks to grow in God and grow in the body and grow with people and develop souls, you by default, you start passing people along, laying hands quickly without knowing what you're doing. Because you can only live from the information that you have. This is not against anyone. It's just saying, what is the real blueprint to what we're doing? Come on, you don't send your children to school and, and you they just come in and figure out the, 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 the doctrine they about to teach them. How many of y'all send your kids to school and they today we're just gonna figure out what we're gonna do? We just gonna we're gonna play with some words and see where you well that don't look like it's sticking, eh? But that's what we do in church. They don't have no curriculum, no doctrine, no nothing. But we walk in there, we go hallelujah, we get saved, and then what's next? Nothing. So manipulated. Uh, um, development by default starts to be imputed into you. Because where we don't have the development in God, I have to keep you somewhere. Are y'all all right with this? Rather than submitting to God the Spirit and Him leading and guiding you into all truth. How many of y'all know that if God is in you, He will lead and guide you into all truth? Which means whatever you need to meet to get the doctrine that you need to, to submit to those levels, you will meet it. But I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're so used to doing something, even if it's wrong, you don't like to get out of it. Come on. How many of y'all get it? Come on. See, 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 manipulation is bad in the beginning, but sometimes you get used to it, Israel. I know I'm going to the promise, but I just, for some reason, I can't follow God. I can't get this right. I, God want to meet me now? Let Moses do that stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm because sometimes you can get used to the lifespan of manipulative thought processes. You, you, you start to be it become comfortable. It sets your equilibrium. Are y'all catching me? So I don't know about you, but I believe it's time to stop being a mental slave. Come on, it's, stop to, it's time to stop being psychologically slave, enslaved. And so we have to understand what God is trying to get us to understand. Amen. Now, for us to understand and preserve and protect what God has called us to do. How many of y'all know we're called to preserve and protect what God has given us? You are a steward of his word. Are you preserving what he's given you? And are you protecting what he's given you? No, you don't protect it. As soon as Sheila call you, you yeah, girl, you, you lost everything you just got. You came out strong in the word. TV, come on, that's it. So you don't have the principles that govern, protect what God is really putting in you by the spirit. Are y'all catching that? This is a spiritual thing. The, the, the social construction is causing you to live by sight and not by faith. And you're allowing that social construction to configure your solical development. Are y'all getting anything out of this? So what I want you to understand is for us to be definitive believers. We have to understand how the process works. Can you say amen? The first thing I want you to understand is you've got to break out of. If you're going to grow to be a definitive uh, disciple, disciple of Christ, you've got to break out of false obedience. You've got to break out of what? I'm going to give you four levels of obedience that I, I feel God has given me. You ready? Number one, the first obedience is traditional obedience. 
The first one is what? Traditional obedience. For I, if I, I'm not going to ask that. I, don't, I want y'all to come back to my church. Hallelujah. But, but if I ask you why you go to Wednesday night Bible study, you, some of us might say that I was raised going to Bible study. I don't know why. I just do it because it was done. Why you talk like that? Because my mama talked like that and my daddy talked like that. And my granny, so, so I'm obedient according to the tradition that my forefather set. But how many of you know that God actually rebuked many in the Bible? He said, listen, because of your traditions, you make the word of God to know of, which means you keep allowing yourself to jump into the tradition and the trajectory of tradition when you come towards me. And when people look at that, they look and say, that can't be a God that I want to serve. So why are you trying to make me come into your God and you don't even like your God? Uh-oh. See, believers like to tell people about a God they don't serve. Uh-oh, let me, I'm, let me get back here. I won't get stoned too early. Let me hide behind here. You know, yeah, we, oh yeah, we like that because we don't understand the principle of influence. Especially with our children. I notice I got to be careful around my, it's not about me just telling them I got to live this thing. Come on, it pressures us all. Sometimes you don't want to be obedient. Stop acting like y'all just obedient all the time. You know, I, I, I don't know about you, Pat. No, no, no. Sometimes you're tired and you don't want to, you, you don't want to say the right thing. You don't want to submit to the right thing. Come on, sometime in your daughter and your son looking at what, what you gonna do? What's your next move? <laughs> and when you're not principally to see, you go on in the race. Well, I'm gonna show you. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you gonna I'm gonna show you my rage. But what you don't know is you are constructing a belief system and a doctrine in them because they're not only seeing your God that you talk about, they're seeing the God that you live about. So if you can't influence them by that God, they have another influential social construct that they can find and live from. That's why I always tell people when I'm doing counseling, when it comes to dealing with children, you got to understand how to be an influence. It's not about them. But you let them bypass your voice and lie to you because they know if they say the wrong thing, how you going to act. Or how you going to shoot back to something that you learned rather than living. Well, you know, God said, but yeah, God didn't tell you that. That's what they really want to say. What did God tell you? When did he tell you that? Y'all all right with this? See, the problem is, what are we really doing? So I got to learn how to be a definitive Christian and be an influence to everything around me. Don't just speak it. I got to learn to live it. God is not a saving pill. He's a lifestyle. He's a, a life giver. Come on. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Come on, nobody, come on. For you to know what the life is, you got to come to me. I know that he is. Can you say amen? amen. Somebody say, I'm going to learn to be an influence. So number one, we got to break out of traditional obedience. You don't go to church and you don't believe just because your mama did. Because that's a danger if you're only doing it because, now that's a good thing if you learn something. How many of y'all know that's a good thing? You need to be led in, uh, uh, led in the way that you should go. But how many of you know you can't stay there? I got to know why I believe. 
for what I believe and when I believe. I got to know why. Even though, just take my words for it. You go home and study it. What pastor saying? Did he say that right? And if I didn't, please come back to me because I want to make sure I'm right. Search my words. Please don't leave me in, in the cell. I'm not, ain't no pride here. Amen. So you have to understand tr traditional obedience is danger. Number two, conditional obedience. Ah, conditional obedience. How many serve God out of conditions? You know how you know you serve God out of conditions? Because if he don't make meet your need, your, if he don't meet your need, see how, look how, look at that attitude. Oh, look how, look how disobedient they are. How many of y'all know sometimes you have your way with God? Why you didn't meet? I've been praying and paying my tithes. I can't believe. I can't believe. Why God, where God at? With the neck and everything. What? So the condition is, God, if you make it, we good. If you don't make it, God, we're going to have a problem. I'm not discerning who you are. I'm not even discerning if I want you or not. But I just want you to meet the need. And if you don't meet the need, I'm going to pour into some other seed. So God is saying, I don't even think you're really for me. See, what believers don't understand, God might rather you be on your face with no place because he knows that would turn your ear to here. So sometimes we take people off the ground too quickly and we don't have discernment in what we're doing. Because I got to discern why you're there. It's not that we don't help. And be careful because he's on another level. But sometimes you better discern why they're there. Because if you're picking them up and that's not what they asked for, nor God told you to do, you could be doing it out of your own obedience outside of the spirit realm of his obedience. How many of you know some of y'all like to take touch fire? I was one of those. So I might, some of us need that fire. Because it was the burn that turned me. Oh, Jesus. It was the burn that got me out of where I'm supposed to be. Come on, some of us won't get up until we get in a little trouble. Yeah, you hard-headed. I, I need a little burn. So when you learn to stop being hard-headed, you start to learn how to walk by the Spirit a little closer. Say, God, I don't need that anymore. I can check myself now. Hallelujah. That's how you know you're maturing when you start to come into self-check. Somebody say what? Self-check. How many of y'all know God gives believers self-check? But when he noticed you don't know how to self-check, Sometimes he, dis he disciplines those he loves. Somebody say he loves me. So I want you to understand, uh, we got to break out of conditional obedience. You got to love God beyond your conditions. Your contractual what? Conditions. You got to learn how to live to say whether I have or not, God is faithful. Whether I am or not. I I'm not living based on what's on the outside of me. I'm living based on what's on the so if I can't learn to live with what's on the inside of me, I'm going to have a big problem walking in the realms of God. Because with God, as you go higher, you're going to learn to be flexible more with internally than externally. This is why when you're going against a world that's socially constructed in a certain perception, you're going against nature. So some of you are in fights on lower levels, but you're asking God for two million dollars. Oh, yeah, wait till that money really comes. You thought you had enemies. 
What happened? You didn't learn how to hold the mind of God on this level. So now they messing you up on that level. You keep getting from the table. He prepares the table before you in the presence of. So he wants the table to be made in the presence of them. You got the turkey, you got the steak, and they say, where's my, my salmon? Hallelujah. So you got to understand that we are, we got to be submitted and committed to God. Amen. What was number one? What was number two? Conditional. Number three, beneficial obedience. It's kind of like conditional, but beneficial. It got to benefit me. Our relationships got, it got to benefit me. So I obey the, obey the conditions, God, long as it benefits. But how would you know what benefits you if you don't know the mind of God? What if trouble is benefiting you? What if trouble actually proved you more than you think it's proving somebody else? See, maturity says that I've learned to master the mirror. I need you to listen to me. Maturity says what? I've learned to master, which means you're never the problem. You know, that's why they pay employees and managers differently. Y'all all right with this? <laughs> Y'all Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because employees have problems. They might, some of them might have not learned how to master the mirror. But as a manager, the employee is never the problem. You got to go and deal with what's wrong with the employee. So before you can address the employee, you got to address yourself and the principles that's governing the employee. So I got to be governed so to govern the employee. Because the owner is not coming after an employee, he's coming after the... Why do things break and they fire the... So when things break in our life, we look always at the employee and we didn't understand the managing principle. Somebody say, I'm a king and a priest. Which means I got to understand how to manage everything that God has given to me. How can I ask for more and I'm not even happy with what he's given me? Can you discern where you are with God has already blessed you with? Come on, it's the joy of the Lord that's your strength. You haven't been in joy for a long time. Why is that when I've been blessing you in the beginning? Have you forgotten what I've done for you? You know what's so interesting? Until you find the joy of the Lord in your pit, you won't find it in your palace. I, come on, Daniel. Come on, David. Until you find the joy of the Lord. Let me say this to the camera. Until you find the joy of the Lord in your pit, you will never find it in the because everybody's looking to get to the palace, but you don't realize if you're not walking in the ways of God, the palace is really not that all that when you're there by yourself. One of these nights I was sitting on my couch and I said, God, this is a beautiful house. But I said, Lord, you know what? The only way I can enjoy this is because of you. It, it, this, you know what? The only way I can enjoy this is because of you. Because I, I was saying, you know, even if I had a, a mansion, I, the only way I can enjoy this is if it was you, you was in it. So what, what I, I'm sitting up praying, I'm thinking, what is life if you're not in it? If you're not in it, if, if, if you're not, if I'm not pursuing what you are, and you, you are the joy of my strength. And when I'm blessed, thanks be to God that you are happy that I'm blessed because it comes from you.
Can y'all say amen? So you got to understand. What was number three? Conditional obedience, which means I got to learn how to not always look for the conditions to be right. Which means I only obey when I'm not tempted. I only obey when they say the right thing to me. Uh-oh, let me sit. I, let me sit a little bit. I'm going to undo my tie for a second. It's going to come right there to your seat. I only obey when they say the right. But if they say the wrong, I'm not obedient anymore. That's called conditional. I'm not, I'm only obedient when I'm not tempted by Leroy. I hope nobody in the name Leroy. <laughs> Nothing personal. When anger didn't hit me, I'm only obedient when it, it doesn't, don't trigger me. That is conditional obedience. So what's number one? What's number two? What's number three? But an official. Thank you. I missed out. I, I was on condition. I went back. I'm sorry. Thank you, class. Y'all good class. Y'all following along. I was just checking to see if you knew who you were. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Beneficial obedience. Do 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 my does it only benefit me in my ROI? Does it only benefit my return and investment? I, I gotta discern what God is saying in every instance. How many of you know some things don't benefit you? It's just a gift. How many of you know in the communication you're not looking for a benefit, you're giving a gift? So if I don't understand that I gotta get into a certain obedience that govern uh Put 30 minutes on the clock for me. That way I stay in order. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I get off. I'll be in for two, three hours. <laughs> Hallelujah. That, that benefits me. <laughs> Going back to the old school, yeah. Is that, is that benefiting you, Pastor? You need to read, you read your notes, Pastor. Read your notes. You on that traditional obedience stuff. We're going to be ready to eat by that time. We're going to be looking up you by charge your head. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me not need to get to number four. Let's get to number four. Hallelujah. Number four is spiritual and submissional obedience. Somebody say spiritual and submissional obedience. That's the submission to the mission, to the mandate, and to the mind through the leading of the spirit. That means you've learned to walk by the spirit. And I'm talking about the personal Holy Spirit within you. Because if you have a portion of his faith, you have a portion of him. But your portion might be different from mine, so you can't judge your portion based on mine. So stop looking at your sister and say, well, she ain't fasting, so God must not, can't be telling me to do that. Uh-oh, I done touched somebody's toes here. Jesus. I'm a, I'm a, uh oh, don't leave me here. Don't leave me here. I know we love social media. I'm going to do a Facebook fast just like her. What did God tell you to do? Well, you know, it's too early. God to be praying like this. Ain't nobody else praying like this. But what you don't realize, the Bible said, if it's you that know to do good and you don't do it, to you, that is 
See, when you understand how to walk with your personal Holy Ghost, it's not about people around you. So sometime I might be convicted and you're wondering why. Just because you break the law don't mean I'm governed by the same law. When I grow, this is why the just shall live by faith. Everybody running about talking about justice don't understand justice. Justice is only by faith. You picking up a piece of paper and me picking it up. You understand what I'm saying? You picking it up and somebody else. That might bother you while you live from a greater level of justice. So self-preservation and self-justice, self-autonomy, self-justice, self-autonomy will always misalign with true justice. Self-government. You know what self-government is? I perceive, based on what I see, what's wrong and right. Are y'all catching me? So you have to understand that these are are levels of obedience. And if you're not getting to a a definitive doctrine in God, where you can hold the love and the mind of God, you can misinterpret what God is trying to do in your life. Can you say amen? Somebody say, I don't want to be defiled in my direction. Come on, I want to make sure that I'm in the way, in the will, in the... Call that God is calling me. Amen. Now, I want you to understand some Ephesians 6 real quick. Watch this. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts in wickedness in heavenly what? Places. Watch this. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be with able to with. Stand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, guess what? Stand. Now, I want you to understand, we don't wrestle against what? Flesh and blood. But against what? Principalities. What is a principality? Prince. That hold the polity over the region. You know, this this is why we got to understand spiritual walking. Because we take everything personal, not understanding principalities. That's why we are afraid to say what we're dealing with, not knowing that your neighbor might be dealing with the same thing in the realm. Are y'all catching me? Because when you're dealing with principalities, it's covering over the region. So you got to understand, we're not fighting flesh and blood. So stop talking about your neighbor. You're not fighting against flesh and blood. You're fighting against principalities and high things that exalt itself. Are y'all catching this? So we got to understand, and he's giving you the principles that govern the armor so you can stand. Having done all to stand, guess what? So the strength of your, the strength of the Jesus in you is have you learned how to, he told you the armor that you need to what? But we love to fight. You need 10 prophets to fight with you and you're not moving. You didn't fight the lower level regions and you're talking about you need all these people to pray for you. The problem might be just knowledge. You know, the church is, we, sometimes, it's not, I don't say over spiritual because it's spiritual. 
But we might be on lower level playing fields thinking that we're on higher playing fields because we don't understand the Leviathan pride is captivated our minds that we don't know how to hear. So because you're not disobedient and what God is trying to send a man to teach you, you can't hear what your pride is overriding you in. So you're using a spiritual tool that will never come over because you're violating the ordinance that govern that. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You violate the ordinance that govern this movement, but you think you're doing something spiritual. It's called the pride, Leviathan. That's what, see, this is a Lord teaching. I'm really trying to go somewhere and I'm trying to stay out of that ball. Are y'all catching me? So we got principalities and powers that's reigning and ruling over regions. And we walk in like nothing happening. We, we, we just walk in like nothing is, I'll be at church. I'll see you there. Do y'all know we're fighting something beyond what you can see? Do you know that you, you, you're fighting something beyond what you, you can perceive? That's why it's so hard to even keep the mind of God on you. Why, why is it hard to keep the mind of God? Because if you didn't have the God's mind, why is it attacking you? Oh, Jesus. If you didn't have the right mind, why is he attacking that mind? But it's interesting because we've been compromised to stay in carnality. So everything we fuss about is the commonality of carnality. Why do I say it's common? God said there are many things that's common to men. You know what we argue about? We have to teach about everything that's common. So every Sunday we're listening to everything that's so we can't even talk about walking in the realm of the spirit. So when you go home, you don't have nothing to fight with because all we did was release you from what's common to. I won't argue no more. If that is your. Per if that is your. What are we living in, believers? Are y'all catching that? Somebody say, I'm ready to grow. Now, Pastor, I, I, sometimes I do that and I sit back because some, I mean, y'all, Sundays is more preaching. You, you're trying to preach people into the word. And Wednesday coming, we can do the teaching thing, but I don't want to misalign you in, in, in goodness. Amen. How many know God loves you? Now, I want you to understand something. These are the, I'm going to show you the sight level. Somebody say sight level. When God comes down to look and see and test me, He's testing my sight levels. Watch this. Jeremiah, what do you? And I started this saying it's very important that you see right because the Bible says there are enemies that are against the cross, which means it's possible to be a believer and you're against the cross and you don't know it. Watch this. Peter, you, brother, you, man, upon this rock, Upon that revelation, you the man. You're going to bind and loose and all this stuff. Peter like, cool. I'm walking with God. I had a revelation. I'm walking good. I'm spiritual. Couple of chapters down. Scriptures down. Get thee behind me, Peter, for you are an offense to the cross. It's possible to be a believer in an offense to the cross. 
This is what he's talking about. It, it, see, we like to, well, they believe it. Well, maybe, well, maybe. No, 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 no. You better understand how to walk in submission to the spirit and have the sight to see what God is saying. Least you be an offense to the cross. Can y'all say amen? You say, why did this matter? Because of the foundations are destroyed. What in the world are you going to do? Are y'all catching me? Somebody say, I can read through the lines. So God is trying to construct our minds. And I want to talk about three levels of manipulation. Y'all ready? We have to understand and break through three levels. I, I just put these three levels together. You ready? Watch this. There is a, a, a mental morality performance that we have to break through. It's, these are people who are master manipulators. They're what? How many of you know when you watch the news that you are looking at master well, you say, how is that? Because they've learned how to communicate in a structure form that will make it sound like something that it might not be. According to what the narrative is. So so if you don't know how master manipulators move, it's easy to manipulate you because as long as it sound right, you'll go. Especially if you have unresolved issues in you, it's going to attach to that. You're going to agree and you're going to walk in that. So master manipulators, they are, they, they are, they socially construct movement. Well, I heard it. You, you heard. So how do you test what you hear? Oh, it sounded good. It sounded right. And even if that issue is right, does it mean that everything with it is right? Are y'all all right with this? Well, y'all look nervous. Y'all all right? I'm not going to I'm not going to touch anything outside of your realm. Where you going with the pastor? Yeah, yeah, see because we don't we don't we don't understand what we are doing. By default, believers don't know how to judge what's going on. By default. You know why? Because we're not mature in the word. It's impossible for you to know what's real justice. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Because until you grow in the word, you don't know where the just is on this level. Are y'all catching this? So God is, God is, so number one, mental, more, so this level of mental manipulation, they have morality performance. They know how to act right in front of you. Because they need to sell your mental capacity. They need to sell you on something. Are y'all catching this? So that's called master manipulation. Amen? On this level, I want y'all to understand something. On this level is the personal level. Somebody say the personal level. So many people who are on the master manipulation level, they're always personal. Everything is personal. Well, I can't believe they said that, and I can't believe they did that, and I can't believe that, I can't believe that. I, everything is personal. Because they don't know what's behind the veil, so they can only deal with what they saw. So everything is always just personal. Somebody can lie in your ear about somebody else. You don't test it. But you go straight, what? Personal. Because the tools to see beyond face value, you don't see. You're not discerning. Are y'all catching me? So when you're not learning how to go beyond face value of something, 
You don't know the origin and intent of what's behind it that's rooted, that's pushing it. Are y'all catching me? Somebody say origins and intents. There is no middle ground. We live like it's middle. That's why God said, if you're hot or cold, I, I need you to be what? Hot or I can't play in the middle. So I'm like, well, this is good. This might be good. I feel, I feel, I feel. You feel. Do you know your feeling is going to fall on either the hot or it's going to fall on the cold? You can't feel in the middle. Well, I feel like. How many of you know you weren't called to feel like? We're called to know like. Are y'all all right with this? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number two, the intermediate movement. This is the second level of movement. Intermediate movement. This is the middle ground. So we got believers, and I ain't talking about the world. We know the world deceived. Believers need to stop talking about the world. We know they deceived. They're supposed to be deceived. See, that's the problem. You don't know what the world is, and you don't know what the church is. So you keep talking to the church like they're the world, and the world like they're the church. All right, y'all, all right. We know what the world do. I don't have to hear about Beyonce anymore. You know it. I don't have to hear about your favorite rapper anymore. We know they deceive. But if you're still going to the concert, I ain't beat you up. I just said you were going to learn a little more. That's all. So this level, watch this, on the face value level, these are people who are deceived. Watch this. Their prophets are the news channels. Well, y'all got quiet on that. That must mean that we've been listening to much, too much stuff. That we got real quiet on that. Your prophet is the news channel. You you look at the face of it. There's a lot more behind there, but you've been reading the face. Everything you say is from the face. But when you're a master manipulator, I will agree with you so I can get my agenda done because what you need is more, more important to you than what you understand about origins. So I'll use my origin to use your intent. So you manipulate it by face value and you don't really know. You're not checking with real prophets. No, no, no. The Bible says I do nothing without revealing it to my prophets. You're not checking with real prophets. You're checking with your color prophets. Oh, they ain't your color. uh, Y'all all right with this? Oh, they ain't your color. You got another narrative. You can't do that. They might they might be in that. You're not testing by the spirit. You're testing by your own conscience and your own identity. Masquerading as God. It's not. So we are manipulated on the first level and we think we're deep. And we know that because the lack of honor. You know why? Because we talk to anybody, no matter who you are, preacher, pastor, we have no, no conscience. It don't matter. I don't care who you are. There's no respect. There's no honor. It's like children coming in your house telling you what to do. And why? Because they've been socially, they saw it on TV. These sneakers are good, mama, because I saw it on the commercial. 
And they say they make me fly. So I better be flying. And some of y'all slapping beside their head. Boy, you better get away from me. So we, it doesn't matter in the last days, there are going to be men of God with signs up saying, hey, this is the way. Don't go that way. That's why Jesus said the way to hell is broad. But the way he going is, uh, you, you ain't going to know it just by what you see. You got to learn how to hold the mind of God to see this. You ain't going to see this based on your lack of prayer. This one, you're going to have to sacrifice something to see what he's saying. You know why? It's too close to call. See, we're waiting for the devil to come out in some horns. No, the devil is about to be the goodness that you thought was good, but wasn't God. Because you don't know how to read in. Are y'all catching me? We still on the first level. Y'all see why I need more time? This is a shame. I got 10 minutes. Come on, y'all. Y'all can help me out. Can we, can we act like another church? Can we can I get a little more time? Hallelujah. I haven't even started. I haven't even started my document yet. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. So number one, the first level we got to break is, is the, the mental morality performance. Don't let people... Uh, 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 um, uh, um, trick you because they are you look like an outward obedience in word that's why we get faked out by other Christians because they know scripture right. but the devil knows scripture right. well uh, some, some believers give us some scripture boy we're like oh yo, you're astute but you don't know what's behind the scenes so without deeper level of discernment, you run and open up to the social construction rooted in origin and intent in them. And when it comes into you, you're wondering what happened. Are y'all all right with this? I'm about to close. Y'all like, I don't, we got enough for the day, Pastor. I'm, I'm just trying to work with what I have. I'm still stuck on the obedience thing here. <laughs> Are y'all catching me? <laughs> Some of y'all should see your face. Like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> well, I've been in my whole life. Are y'all catching me? So the second level is what? Inter intermediate movement. So you this this level, watch this, as you discern something is wrong. But you don't know what it is. Okay. This level is you discern something is wrong. So they got a lot of belief discerning something ain't right. Watch this. But you don't know what it is. And the danger of not using that discerning of what's going on and coming into the knowledge and wisdom of God. What happens is zeal will take you and walk you through. Back to what you might not be supposed to be in. So you will still hear somebody in zeal with the right words, thinking they're on your team, but because they use the right words with the construct that you discern, but you didn't know, but because it agreed with logic, you ran with it. How many of y'all know they got people preaching on both sides of the aisle? I don't know about you, boy, but if I wasn't a Christian, I'd be lost. I'm like, what, what side is the church? 
So we're not in one mind. You know why, why we're not in one mind? Because we're not in one room. We just read that. We're not in one mind. You know why? Because we're not in one rule. So we're not ruled by the same stuff. That's why religious obligation is dangerous. A leader cannot be that can't be honest is dangerous. A leader that can't submit is dangerous. Are y'all hearing me? So you have to understand these levels of autonomy. Are y'all catching me? So this one, intermediate movement, is you discern the problem beyond face manipulation, yet without clarity. Okay? But you might get struck down by zeal. How many of you know I need to know about what's really going on? Which means you need to learn how to study to show yourself approved more than what you think you're doing. Listen, believers, it's not a time for you to be ignorant. It's interesting. You'll read everybody's book, but when it comes to the Bible, it's still sitting on your closet door. It's still sitting on your shelf. You read everybody 10 steps to success, everybody three rules to, to, to be cool, and you don't know the two steps to God. Are y'all catching me? The book that brings life is because we haven't been learning who the real life is. Study to show your, 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 not God. You're not showing God nothing. You're studying to show your, so you've been thinking you study to go to heaven. Study to show your approved, which means if you get a revelation, you can know this right and wrong because you went to the rule. What did the rule say about it? But if you're not going to the rule, how do you know it didn't come from your own desire? This is why we need the body. Come on, check my prophecy. Check my discernment. Check and see what I, how I'm doing. Amen. Make sure I'm not off. But today you call a believer and tell him, hey, sis, I love you, but you, you're off. Boy, they, you you about to see World War III happen. You know why? Because we've been compromised in the wrong doctrine. So we call things that's judgment that might be just self-checked of what the Bible told us to check each other, to love on each other, to have real. Now I'm, and I ain't talking about the manipulators now. There's religious manipulators trying to use the word against you. All right? Those are the ones that call you just throwing scriptures at you. Didn't check where you are, how you're doing, nothing. You're just wrong. That's problem. And see, because we don't understand the balance, we run with either extreme and we don't understand how God is trying to do in the middle. Are y'all catching this? The last one is, inter uh, excuse me, is, is I'm just say full on deception. They agree on the wrong basis. Deception, and we're talking about believers. I'm not talking about the, we know that the world is deceived. What did God say about the uh, Laodicean church? He said, listen, you, you're neither hot and cold. You, 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 you're operating in all these things. But I'm going to spit you out. Are y'all catching me? He was talking to the church. Full on deception. How did we get it? We went through the processes of how I got there. You got from face value to intermediate misstep. 
to deception. Many will be enemies of the cross. What was the enemy of the cross? Why was Peter the enemy of the cross? Wasn't he walking with Jesus? What deceived him? Oh, because you're a believer, you didn't think you could be deceived. So until we learn to come to this obedience called submissive obedience, where we are in a greater dimension of submission to God, we won't see what we need to see. Can y'all say amen? How many of y'all being blessed by this? How many of y'all ready to learn some stuff? Romans 1, 27, watch this. Likewise, also the men, leaving their natural use of women, burning their lusts one towards another. Men with men working with the unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. They didn't like to retain God in their what? They didn't like to retain God in their what? God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not. Which means they've walked that way so long, compromising the conviction that's in them. And now they're indoctrinated out of the truth. And now they're going into the debased mind. A reprobate mind. How many of you know counselors are actually counseling people in reprobate? With the name Christian. See, this is what the problem with Christians. We think good things is going to be okay. You, if, listen to me. If you're not out of good things, you're going to miss it today. You know why? Because every realm talk about love. Every realm talk about what? Okay, the homosexuals say love is love. What do you do with that? See, we only can talk to, we know how to just talk to church people. We don't know how to talk outside of those realms. Our, our fight is always church folk. But what about the realms of mind and mental debasement that sometimes God wants you to save them in their basement, open the door and say you are out of line. But because we're out of those obediences or we've been manipulated in those structures, watch this. There is no anger in fear of the Lord in us to do anything about it. So we're compromised. Somebody say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, this is very important because I want you to understand something. God is not. A, I'm going to teach you a principle. How many of y'all want to learn a principle today? You've never been taught this. It's going to help you understand something. How many of you know that God, there is a part of God that's goodness, but in that goodness, sometimes he can be angry. Watch this. Let me go to the scriptures. And we're going to close. Nanzo, you got to teach me, man, how to do messages a little shorter. I try. I try to do three points. It don't work for me, man. I'm still on number one. I'm trying to work this thing out. Help me. You need to call me, Pastor. Remember, 45 minutes, three points, and do that thing. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Let me just settle. That's why I'm battling. I'm settling here. Here we go. Are y'all catching this? Hey, God. Now, I want you to understand something. I want you to go to Romans real quick. Go to Romans. 
Yes, go to Romans 12, 9. Romans 12, 9. You ready? Here we go. Watch this. Let love be without. Let love be without. Let love be without. So don't tell me you're in love, but you've been triggered when somebody you told you said you walked in love. When you walked in love, you're not triggered. If it was the love that come from God. You might have been in phileo love, but he wasn't in unconditional. That was a condition, sweetheart. That was a condition, brother. That might have been arrows. That wasn't the love of God. See, if we don't understand how to cast our cares upon him and get that real divine love, what you're thinking you're delivering to souls is not what you're delivering. Because as soon as they don't agree with you, you get triggered. Or if they agree with you, watch this. You in might because of what they said, not in what God told you to do. So they're both wrong. You feel good for you for doing the work. Uh, Y'all catching this? So you got to understand, watch this. Let love be without hypocrisy. Don't tell me you love me if you can't handle my pain. Don't tell me you Love me if you can't handle my. So what is a real friend? Can you handle my? How many know believers supposed to be able to handle pain? How many of y'all know we run from pain? Well, we move to cities from pain and find the same one. Come on, Israel. You, you, you just you said, yeah, I'm going to Detroit. No, you ain't going there. You're going to meet that same thing in Detroit. Because until you get the principles that govern communication, this was not about the pain. It was about the person that didn't look in the mirror. Because until the principle sticks with you, it's not your location. Are y'all catching this? Hallelujah. Watch this. Abhor. That means to hate. That means to dislike with a, 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 a binge. That means to, to dislike with an avenge. Abhor, abhor what is what? Evil and cling to what is good. I'm going to stop right there. You know what is a big problem with believers? Y'all ready? You ready? You don't know how to hate right. I told you you didn't hear this before. Well, y'all better think, Pastor. You know, I get in trouble sometimes. I talk too much. I give too much information. Because I love you. I want you to understand. You don't know how to hate right. So you suppress the hate that was supposed to bring the anointing to get the devil off of you. But you don't know how to hate right. Because you've been mastering hate for people rather than the spirit that was governed behind it. You thought God being love mean he don't. Hate. No, 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 no. God got an anger too. He, 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 yeah. that, that, thank God for Jesus. So you keep thinking God can't. No, 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 no. He brought Jesus. He can't see you. I don't know about you. Thank God for Jesus. God can't see me. He's looking at Jesus and he ain't the one that interceding for me. So God put a placement for you. The problem is when you don't know how to hate right, watch this. You lay down your weapons at the wrong time. So when you don't know how to hate right, watch this. There is no conviction to run to God. 
Bible said we don't fight against flesh and blood. Why are you hating people? What was that? The first level. So you're still stuck on the first level and you're not understanding what's behind. So the hatred should never be for, it should be for the mindset that's governing the person. So God is saying, hate what is wrong. In fact, listen to me, until you come into a hatred to what is wrong, you'll never learn and get to where you need to go. It's the hatred that makes me pray. It's the hatred that keeps me up at three o'clock in the morning. It's the hatred. Come on, somebody. It's the hatred for seeing people falling. Why you don't have a hatred? Is it okay to see children hunger? Is it okay to see broken marriages? Oh, you don't hate that enough, huh? Oh, you know why you don't hate that? Because you're so busy hating somebody rather than the principality that's governing the hatred that's going down. Y'all gonna have to read through the lines. I don't got time to baby walk us through this. Are y'all catching this? So you don't have the right hatred to bring you into a condition with God. How many of you know it's... Um, watch this. Next secret. You ready? It's really your emotions that bring you into the strength of the anointed. I wish I had time to teach this. Because we don't understand compassion. The Bible says, because of the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Because of what was set before he in, which means if you don't know what's before you and have, watch this, a love-hatred relationship. What is the love that God sent his only son to save the world? What is the hatred that the devil is lying to them? Which means even when you... Even when you're casting out devils, you have to build a hatred for that devil that's dealing with them. So you pray, Lord, just bless them, and Lord, let the devil come up. The devil like, ah, oh, cool. <laughs> that's so nice. So sweet. Thank you, Christian. I'm not, y'all all right with it? Come on, help me out. I, I, you, I get in trouble here. I'm not saying that it's your screaming. I'm not saying it's your, it's your pre. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the delegation and the authority to know what is in you and saying it in a say. See, when you, let's go to the scriptures. Y'all here. I got to go to the scriptures. Y'all catching this? Uh, I, I got to go to scriptures here. Let me give you one more. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm about to build my anger rightly. Come on, I'm about to come into the right hatred. Come on. Come on, some of y'all are like, well, what church I walked into this morning? Hey, I'm, I, they told me not to hate, but yeah, I'm going to teach you a healthy hate. Because your Bible told you to hate what is wrong, which means you better start hating what is wrong, because until it's wrong enough, you don't change. Until it don't feel good enough and you come into a hatred, you don't get up out your seat. That's why some of us don't change until things change. So you got to know where to place hate. And we've been placing it in the wrong place. That's why souls are scared to come to us. Are y'all catching me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch this. Go to 1 Corinthians 2, 12. How many of y'all learning? 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 14. And watch this. I'm going to go fast because I'm out of time. 
Watch this. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. We have not received the spirit that's what? From the world, but the spirit that's from God, which means you should never, watch this, allow the world's doctrine to be the first preeminence in your life. Everything you do as a believer, you need to be checking with the ordinance of Christ. Are y'all catching that? that? The world is not your first check. We just talked about the news is not your first check. You need to know behind face value, what are they really saying and why? Are y'all catching me? But the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. It's been what? It's been freely given. So it's been freely given. Why are you waiting for it? All right, let me come out of that. Been freely given. Next scripture. Watch this. These things we also speak. Watch this. Not in words with man wisdom teaches, but which the who? The who? Also, if you're having a conversation with me about man's wisdom, we're going to have a problem. See, some of y'all waste too much air on, on, on you talking too long. Because if I can't set a foundation where you committed to the word, this conversation won't work. So sometimes you need to set disclaimers before you talk to people. I do that all the time. I say, I I'm not going to waste time with you. Are we on the base of the word? All right, let let's set that. Because if you hit your emotions, we're going to go to the word. Why? Because he's the standard. So we don't have to waste time because if you're going to go to the word, we don't have to play pride. We don't have to fight with the law. Well, you're bad, and his bad, and my bad, and your bad, and his bad, and his bad. Well, you know he did, and did. who cares? What's the standard? Are y'all catching me? What's the foundation? Watch this. Wisdom teaches, but the Holy Spirit is comparing spiritual things with. So when you come to a demon or a mentality, and you know something, watch this. That. You're not talking to the person. You're talking to spiritual things. You know, the church got to get out of the fear of, of, of deliverance. Somebody said, get out of the fear of deliverance. Let me help y'all out. We all need it. See, that's the problem. Y'all don't think you're crazy. You, you are crazy without God. You need deliverance. Amen. I needed it. You needed it. We all need it. Hallelujah. Come on, you at BCC. Well, ain't nobody going to glory in their own pride. Ain't we get this gift? Come on, I needed it probably more than you. Hallelujah. And you need deliverance. You need to make sure that you get it right. And when you got the spirit of God in you, stop running out deliverance after that and learn. Now you're dealing with doctrine. So you go from deliverance to doctrine. But because we're so hyped on deliverance, we go to any church, and especially if somebody flying across the floor, we think they of God. Why? Because we're gift-oriented. But you can do the same thing. Yeah, because that's, that's a highlight to us. That's a qualifier. But we don't understand until that person learns the word of God, they won't come out of their state. So what the deliverance, see, sometimes you need to stay with your devils. 
I told you, help me keep my mouth closed. I'm going to backtrack that statement. That's for a leadership conference. Let me close it up. I do. I didn't mean to say that. What I want you to understand is sometimes it's not healthy to take you from where you don't want to be yet. Because you've learned this so much. And if, I take, if you take it away too quickly, you actually get worse than actually walking you slowly to get it out of you. Somebody said maturity. See, we think we got to take it. No, 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 slow down. This is, a, with them, it's going to be a process. With you, it was a, you wasn't ready to let go of everything. Especially what you want to do. Are y'all hearing, hearing what I'm saying? So stop trying to take people out. Sometimes you got to discern their process. That don't mean they ain't not of God. Did I close that okay? Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. So watch this. We judge things, and I'm going to close here. We judge spiritual things with. Now, how many of you know you can't judge spiritually where you're not spiritually? So with everything we do, watch this. We look at from the first arena, which is social construction that we just talked about. That's the first level. We're not even to the other levels yet. You're deceived by what they said on TV, and you don't even understand the levels. We're way beyond that. So the social construction is helping you agree with your narrative. But it's not submitted to the spirit. And if somebody gets you submitted, watch this, you don't want to. Because it's not, it's, it's against your personal identification. That's why until we come out of more of our last name than Christ, we're going to have a problem. Well, y'all got quiet there. Yeah, you're more your last name than you are of Christ. You ready? You, you, some of us don't like this. You're more black than you are of Christ. You're more white than you are of Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. See, we love to talk about God until. Just don't talk about that, Pastor. We love to walk with God until. No, that one right there. Now watch this. What happened? You went into faceless. You walked out of submission, and now you know. Oh, now you know. No, what it is, it's the spirit of pride that Leviathan is masquerading in principality. Which means I'll submit here, Pastor, but I won't submit here. I'll listen to you here, but I don't want to hear that right now because you don't know what happened. Which means unresolved issues will always have attachments in social construct for you to agree with so you can go with the wrong origin and intent. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? This is why you got to stay pure in heart. Because the day you walk out of the purity of the real obedience, that crack is so big, and you're thinking you're walking with God, but you become like Peter saying, and God has to say, get thee behind me, but you think you're walking holy. With the wrong crowd. Why? Because the crack is too big, and you're not, there is still something in that solical architecture that's keeping you in bondage. You know how? As soon as somebody touches it, you're not interested. 
Why are you not interested? You can put it on something, something. Why are you not interested? Can I be honest with y'all? How many of y'all know slavery was real? How many of y'all know that? How many of you know that racism is real? But how many of you know that Christ is the author and finisher of all things? So I want to share something with you. You ready? If my preaching and my teaching didn't start with him and has any other string attachment to it, I need to check my doctrine. I don't care who says it. Let me tell you something about real preachers. We lose a lot of friends. You know why? I'm talking about real preachers. You know why? Because people don't like to come to the word. And how many of you know real preachers don't mind being wrong? They'll say they're wrong. But everything starts at the foundation of the. So a real preacher, somebody, watch it. They think you're on the team because of the color of your skin. I got to go to the. That's the rule. Can you show me in the rule where it's wrong? If you get personal, you just met your leadership level. Which means every time I go personal, I just show my level of maturity. Are y'all catching me? I have to learn to grow up in the word. The Bible says we live on precepts. With simmering lips, we go from line upon line and precept upon precept. People of God, if we don't get decisive in who we are in Christ, let me tell you something. It's going to be hard to navigate what truth is and what it's not. Y'all keep getting what I'm saying. So if you're not learning how to submit to the Holy Spirit within you and walk with that spirit, he will lead in God. You don't have to worry about being deceived if you stay with him. Now watch this. You might, watch this. People might be offended because you're walking like that. But are you more conceived or submitted to people than God? Because if you submit it to God, he'll, you'll find the right people to be submitted to. But if God is love, you know what love is and not. Stand to your feet. How many of you know we are the light of the world? I say, how many of you know we're the light of the world? You know, we dress good, we look good, we smell good. But how many of you know we're the light of the world? God is looking for definitive dedication. He's looking for a definitive yes. To Watch this. Even if I have to go alone. Do you know I have to live beyond your yes or no? I, you have to care whether people will walk with you or not.
So the first obedience is with God and walking in the garden. Watch this. It's learning how to stop worrying about what people say. I ain't going to say in the garden. But, but the first test you have to get through is stop worrying about what people say. How many of you know many of you have been held back from what you really supposed to be walking in because you worry about what people say? You feel God say something, but you uh, uh, that's going to bring a lot of attacks. Watch this. There is no fear in love. Perfect love cast out what? So what happened? I was still fearful somewhere. I really don't care in the sense what people think. But how many of you know with the times that's going in, I'm repenting a lot. I'm like, God, you know what? I'm not opening up my mouth enough. I'm not. I'm not opening up my mouth enough. You told me to do some stuff that I'm, I, I know. Well, everybody else would say, man, you, you know, you man of God, you're doing it up. I know what I'm supposed to do. Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Or are you doing it according to what people perceive? I can be in a room and everybody's happy and I'm not feeling good because I see what's really going on. The reality behind the scenes. Do you go to your house? Do you see when you go to your job? Do you see when you go to another city? Do you see or are you blinded like everybody else? Why? Because we're compromised. We're not living to the extent of fearless vulnerability in God to push the dimensions of demonic forces that we have the authority over. Some of you, 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 you pass your job. You work in two jobs because you don't, haven't found your real job. You let fear walk you out of your influence. Let me tell you a principle about social construction. You ready? We agree with people because we had it. Watch this. But we'll walk behind somebody that say it because we won't say it, but we agree with it. I'm, see, I'm, I'm helping you here. So the reality of it is God give you stuff and it goes into somebody else. How many of you ever said, man, I had that idea too. So what did you do with it? Why didn't you work in it? You didn't because of fear. So the adversary is working social construction. And he's working overtime because he knows that we have other identity factors in our souls. And if we don't break our attachments from everything but Christ. That's what Paul said. With all that I know, watch this. With all that I know, all that I mean, I don't want to know nothing among you. Don't tell me anything else. I don't want to know nothing among you but Christ crucified. Which means if you don't have nothing else in your mind, I don't want to hear anything but Christ and him crucified. Don't tell me about black stuff. I don't care. I really don't care. It's not about Christ if it doesn't end with Christ. Somebody said better end with Christ. See, somebody, see, see, we get triggered. Well, hold on. What, what's triggering you? Didn't you die to this life? I thought you died to this life. What do you really believe? You believe in the black gospel. Oh, oh yeah, see, see, we love church until we get to the roots 
of the doctrine that's really working. Boy, <laughs> y'all are right with this. Yeah. See, we can't get truly free until we deal with the real doctrines. What's really leading you? We got black gospel, white gospel, African gospel, uh, 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 Mexican gospel. What about the gospel of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. What happened to the gospel of Christ? And if we believe in the gospel of Christ, why are we preaching more of everything else but Christ? Because the reality of it is nothing will change men's heart but Christ. He said, don't let people take you in philosophies and endless theologies. He said they lead to nothing. But see, this realm right here, you got to be willing to be hated. You got to be willing to be off. Oh, I got emails I still haven't read yet. Because you, until you learn to die with Christ, you don't know how to rise with him. What is working in you? And are you humble enough, breaking out of the spirit of Leviathan and pride and arrogance, the spirit of perversion? Are you, are, are you able enough to break out of that pride and come into submission to the spirit and principles that govern what God said? Let me give you a principle that we've been breaking. Ready? God sent fivefold. Pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophets. I missed one. Uh, apostles, bishops, for the, watch this, for the equipping of the saints, for the what? Work of the ministry. So how am I going to do the work of the ministry if I haven't been equipped? But depending on what the news say, watch this. I keep my own narrative. And I find the ear that have my narrative unsubmitted to the spirit. Let me tell you something. We do not what we know not what we do. And the danger is the lack of submission will lead us down the pathway to the wrong place. It's Christ and him crucified that gives all freedom. I said gives all freedom. I said gives which means no man's heart unless, unless Christ come into play. So what are you masquerading, skin or him? Are y'all hearing me? What are we masquerading? Are we more black than being in Christ as one body? In, come on, in the body of Christ, there is neither Jew or Gentile, slave or free. Where is, where is Christ in all this? I debate about these messages too. That's why I had to repent because I haven't been talking. We got, you got to get to a place where you don't care what people think. But the truth has to be out. So for your ministry, watch this. Maybe there's believers waiting for your voice. Maybe, there, maybe there's a family waiting for the Christ in you, the hope of glory. What are you going to do about it? I want to pray for us today. And I want us to really consider, really consider what God 
is trying to get us to understand. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? There has to be a level of submission and obedience in a spirit-led lifestyle. Some of us are breaking out consecration that's not keep, we're not keeping up with the consecrated mandate for our life. Are you keeping up with the consecrated mandate for your life? What's a consecrated mandate? God told me to fast for, four, four, for three days. Guess what I did? One. I'm giving an example. This is just it. I'm, I'm not even talking about me. I'm just giving an example. If God told you to fast for three days, you did one. Your justification is nobody even doing a day. That's called a different kind of obedience than spirit-led obedience. What you didn't understand is that leading in obedience by the spirit was going to get you the overcoming that you need in that next realm. When you have a spirit-led walk, watch this. The conviction of God in you is going to be greater than those around you. Because you know what you should have done and supposed to. That doesn't mean you're going to condemnation. It helps you get into correction. Say, God, I better get to this submission level. Because before I go into these realms, I need to keep my mind stayed on him. What do y'all think? Listen to me. You're not fasting to prove God anything. It's for you. Come on. I got to know what keeps my mind. I got to know my mind. Come on. I don't know about you. My mind can get away from me easily. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. I got to know what holds my mind together. What holds my compassion together? Before you go communicate with people, do you know what holds your mind together before you get triggered? You, you don't have to just pray for you. Go pray to make sure that you don't get triggered. Oh, so that means you need to go give yourself before you get triggered in something that's not of God. This is why the consecrated mandate that God is calling you to is so that you can have the sight to see what you can't see in the flesh. God is trying to upgrade your sight. Before you to do that, you got to obey the spirit that's within you. How many are ready to say yes on a deeper level? Come on, I'm serious. How many are you ready to say yes on a deeper level? How many really do, how many of you know that there's more to your life than what you've been doing? But how many of you know what's stopping you really is just fear? It's not, you're not waiting on God. Let me stand on the pulpit for this one. You are not waiting on God. Could it be that because you see it, it means that you're supposed to be walking in it? But you substitute with something of the lesser because of the agreement with social structures. That's why the Bible says, be not like the world, the systems that govern social structure. Don't be like the world. That's why when we go to school, we become a robot just like everybody else. So when we ask you as a believer, why are you at your job? You know, because I did nothing about God's will. There's nothing there. It was about your house. It was about your car. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But it was about your boat. So you got sucked into the structures of the world. Watch this. And the cares of this life chokes out the word. Watch this. So if that's choking out the word, the word is what builds you. Watch this. 
and it opens your eyes to see. The Bible says God, God law is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your strength and all your soul and all your might. Watch this. And love your, love your, this is God's law, not Moses. Two different things. When you know God's law, watch this. When you come into the love of God, I'm talking about the one that has no fear. Watch this. The, the hatred for what the devil is doing to your neighbor is what keeps you up at night. Y'all miss it. I'm giving you a principle. See, some of you are not entering into because you don't hate enough. You don't hate what the devil is doing to your family. You don't hate that you're, you're about to walk into the same generational pattern. You don't hate that you're still stuck. Hiya, prostatai. Come on, lift your hand. Somebody say, I'm, about, I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of whatever. Not, listen, whatever's in me that's not like him, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of committing and submitting to what's not of God. I'm tired of compromising where I know God is saying, I want you to come out of this. You're ruining yourself. You're ruining your family. God didn't bring you here just to be a churchgoer. I'm going to say that again. God didn't bring you here just to be a churchgoer. You know, sometimes when I don't want to do the work of God, God say, hey, who made you? Abraham, Moses, don't you tell me again you can't speak. Who made your mouth? Jeremiah, don't tell me again that you're too young. What's your excuse? God is saying, I got to build this anger in you because you're not hating where you are until it, I got to make you uncomfortable where you are until I get you to where I need you to go. God is so in love with us. Watch this. He set the. He set it in motion how we're supposed to see this. Watch this. I gave you to choose life or. Which means if death is working in any area of my life, I should know where I am in life. But I believe God came to tell you today, today that you're going to learn to walk in freedom. Come on. Somebody say, I'm going to walk in freedom. Come on, today I'm not going to be passive. Come on, I'm going to walk in the strength of who he is. I'm going to walk in the wisdom of who he is. Come on, open up your mouth. Come on, talk to your father. Thank you, God, for life, liberty, and license. Lord, I'm not going to submit to broken level, broken doctrine. I don't, Lord, show me who I've listened to that's been walking me down the pathway of not righteousness, but unrighteousness. Lord, I declare today that I'm going to get this right. He said their gods are their stomachs, which means some of us are losing our destiny because of our stomachs. God knows the level of submission that you need for where he needs to take you. Because on certain levels of warfare, you won't be able to handle with that low level mindset. You won't be able to handle this ne next level of warfare with that lower level logic. You need to be able to stand and know he's God in all things. That's why J Jesus said this kind don't come out but by prayer. And why is that? That was not about who God is. That was about their souls. That was about what they couldn't hold in their mind, faith. They was doing it based on God told them in Jesus' name. But these say this kind going to have to come from a deeper place where you, your faith have to be definitive in what you're saying. We think because we say Jesus' name that it automatically works. It's wrong. No, that, that word Jesus' name, it means aura, aura. It means character. 
When you say Jesus' name, you're getting the effect of the character that's in you. It's not about words. It's about what's in you. Let me tell you why it's not about words. Because there are shadows that heal people. Somebody say aura. God wants to bring you in his arms. And bring you into perfect love. Watch this. That the fear of your life experiences can come off of you. Some of us have been searching for a long time. Watch this. And you do a lot of stuff trying to build your spirit. Watch this. Build your Christian life. You go to prophetic meetings. You go to all these meetings to learn about God, but you're not learning God. And if you mistakenly learn the things of God without him personally, by default, the cracks in your foundation will cause you to go into the wrong dimension. Are y'all catching me? God is love. Today I want to pray that we agree that whatever the Spirit is leading and guiding me into, I'm going to walk in a definitive yes. Somebody say that. In a de- what is a definitive yes? That means an unconditional yes. A, a, un- a, a definitive, a, 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 this is, not, there is no other choice. I might cry to get there, but I'm going to get there. You know why you're going to cry? Because people ain't going to agree with you. So when you go, watch this. When you're going to say this yes, you better realize, don't expect people to walk with you. I don't care who they are. That doesn't mean you got to be nasty to them. But you're going to stand in with a smile on your face, even if they're throwing rocks at you. You know what your problems is? You you mad because they talk about you. The Bible says, why not be just watch this? Why not just be wrong? Even if you're right. Why not be wrong? You ever have to be wrong when you was really right? You know the character it takes to do that. You don't like me, I'm sorry. You know, I love you. Your problem is met. When you start to go personal and you walk out of his principles. I'm teaching you right here. How do I know I'm growing on my maturity level? I know it based on when I am walking through my wilderness. And the adversary comes with something. Do I take the bait? And do I go personal rather than principle? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every that proves. You are going to learn how to live by the preceding word from this day forward. How many of you agree with that? Let me tell you how you're going to do it. This is the last thing. You ready? You've got to learn how to talk to yourself. Say this with me. I'm talking to me. I, I got to learn how to talk to my. How many of you know we talk to ourselves? You, you know how you're going to do this? Watch this. Because you got to get along with yourself. That's why the Bible says, my law is love your, the Lord your God with all you. Which means me and you got to be personal first. Because I got to teach you. Watch this, David. I got to teach you how to love me beyond them. When they want to stone you, I got to teach you how to encourage yourself. 
You got to learn how to talk to your. You know, it's interesting. We thought Jesus was talking to the devil in the wilderness. When you go deeper in that, he was actually talking to him. We thought he was talking to the devil. The Bible says he was, the adversary came. But when you really study that, what he really was talking to him. What are you saying to yourself when the adversary bring a deceptive directive to your life? Why are you trying to go God's way? That's hard. Let me show you an easy way. Why are you trying to walk in to get your soul together there? Why don't you just go? It's easy. Go get the... Somebody say, I'm talking to myself. Which means you got to learn to encourage yourself with nobody there. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. God is going to construct your mind. And the levels that he's taking you, you're going to have to learn how to keep the word at the forefront of your face. In the face of Jesus, the knowledge of God. You are more than a conqueror. You know what's interesting? That they crucified our Savior. They put him on the cross. They didn't know he was it. When you walk with God, watch this. They're going to crucify you not knowing that you were it. Y'all better hear me. I, I, a couple of you are getting this. The reason why, watch this. You keep calling your burden something else. No, the burden is they're going to not like you because of the truth. Your struggle is not because of the struggle of the world. No, your struggle is you, they don't know that you're there to bring the gospel, to save them, but they're going to crucify you. Not knowing that you came with the answer. Are you ready? Are you ready to walk in the truth for real? I declare today that we're not going to be behind schedule any longer. Lord, I pray right now. Come on, lift your hands. I pray the apostles, the pastors in this place, the ministers, the evangelists, the prophets, the prayers, the gift. Come on, the ones who are giving, the ones who are supposed to be writing, the ones who have run businesses. Come on, I declare that you are going to awaken in your, your come on, awaken in your hope. You're going to awaken in your destiny. You're going to come into what God has called you to. And you've been asleep long enough. You've been asleep long enough. Don't you settle longer. Don't you settle. You can go back to that same song. Don't you settle any longer. Some of you have been settling. You say, you know what? This way is a little easier for me. At least I get a paycheck and I can sit my butt down somewhere. But God is saying, I'm not going to let you settle there. I can't let you settle there. Come on, your children is at stake. Your generation is at stake. I don't know about you, but I believe that I'm going to leave an inheritance. And not only for money, I'm going to leave a spiritual inheritance. I'm going to leave a mental inheritance. I'm going to leave a mantle that my children can't be touched for generations. Randall O'Brien. But before I can do that, I got to touch the broken doctrine. God, help me say yes. We say yes today. We say yes today. We say yes today.
Come on, just open up your mouth and pray to your father for a second. Come on, pray to your father. Come on, give him a definitive yes, God. Come on, some of you are battling in your minds. You're saying, God, it's, it's too much. No, it's not too much. Come on, he already paid the price for you. You don't have to pay for this. It's free gift. God, thank you for your strength. It's your strength that makes perfect in my weakness. I've been judging myself by my weakness, but God, I learned today that it wasn't about me in the first place. It was about your strength, God. I don't know if I can do this, but I know you can, God. So today I pour myself out into you. Forgive me, God. I've been living in defilement. I've been living in deception. I've been living in rebellion. But God, forgive me today. I give myself up. God. With any every hand lifted, every eye closed. Hala Bruce Tataya. I want to pray for those of you who say, I come today. And Pastor, I hear you. You know what? I, I've really been battling in my mind. And every time I want to take a step forward, it seems like I take three steps back. I want you to come up here. Come on, every, come on, every hand lifted, every eye closed. I want you to come up here. I want to pray with you. Today is your day to be broken out of that past. If you say today, Pastor, I really feel God is calling me higher. But I, I feel like the doctrine that's been governing me is not right. I want to pray for you. Come on, lift your hands. Thank you, Lord. Come on, there is no fear in love. It is your time. It is your time. Come on, a definitive yes. Open up your mouth, church. Pray, 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 pray. This got to be beyond emotional. You got, come on, you're going to learn how to be a, a, a strategic warfighter. God is building strategic warfighters. You can't worry about your makeup in this fight. You can't, come on, you can't worry about your clothes in this one. Uh-uh. You're going to get down and dirty in this one. People are not going to walk with you in this one. You got to be ready. This, come on, I'm going to write the book. I'm going to walk the way he called me. I'm not going to lay my weapons down no more. I'm not going to let voices walk me out anymore. I've been gone too long, God. Come on, it is your time. Come up here. Come up here, people of God. Come on, come on. Ratola Rosta. Come on, pray. Pray, church. Pray, pray. Hala Rosta Tia Nidemai. Oh, yeah, too right. Come on, cast your cares upon him. Cast your cares upon him. Hala broko sata la mosta tiai. Lindere be kustataya. Hala masotaya. There have been, prophetically, I see this. Listen to me. There have been mental assassins assigned to divert your direction. 
mental assassins assigned to divert your direction. I'm talking to somebody in here. And sometimes the adversary, turn it down just a little bit for me. I want you to hear me as you pray. Sometimes the adversary depends on you spending time where you don't need your time not supposed to be. So you're spending time putting out fires, but you were supposed to have been focusing on the prophetic. You're spending time putting out fires and, and worrying about different things. And he's wasting your time on the things that are essential. Some things are not for you to be doing. Let the other hands do that. You need to be thinking on the things that God built you for. Stop doing good things in event-based mentalities. I believe the ministry, and, and you who are up here especially, the ministry that's on you, it's time. It is time. It is time. And God is provoking your heart. Get out of the mess. Get out of the mess. Close the door to the mess. Close the door to the mess. It's not, that is not your responsibility. Come on, whoever I'm talking to, you know who I'm talking to. That's not your responsibility. Know what's your responsibility and start to build and walk upon that. Lift your hands if you can. Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. Father, I pray. Lord, I pray right now. We humble ourselves towards you, God. Jesus. Lord, touch and break out the hurt and pain. Every abuse, misuse, neglect, God, of the mind and of the soul. Touch your people, God. I pray strength to say yes. In every situation, I pray strength to obey in every circumstance. I pray strength, God, to not compromise for the sake of others' comfort. I'm going to cross the bridge. Say that with me. I'm going to cross this bridge. Come on, my mama not have crossed it. My daddy might not have crossed it, but I got to cross this bridge. Come on, my auntie might have not crossed it. My, my grandfather might. I got to cross this bridge. I don't care. Come hell and high water. I got to cross this bridge. I can't stay stuck any longer. This thing got to break. Come on, this is where your anger comes in. I got to get angry at my sickness. I got to get angry at my lack of movement. Hey, 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 Jesus. Hey, my soul, Ray Makai. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Are you tired enough being where you were? Come on. Are you tired of playing with the past? Come on, are you tired of dealing with mental manipulation? Tell the devil, hell no. Tell hell no, hell no, hell has to go no. 
He got to learn, no, you won't have me. You won't have my family. You won't have my marriage. You won't have my children. Tell hell no. You better get mad with hell. It's not playing with you. And don't you play with it. Tell hell no. You won't take it this time. Come on, I'm looking for some fighters. You're not going to take it this time. I can't play pity pat with Christianity. I've got to learn and stand and know that he's God. Gird up your loins and know how to stand. Hate what is wrong. Hate what is wrong. Hate what is wrong. Hate what is wrong. Some of you, your purpose is hanging in the balance. And there is a destiny that somebody's waiting for you to live. What we don't realize is us becoming helps someone else to become. So who's waiting on you to become? My prayer is, God, let me just spill out all that you put in me. Help me not compromise with my life. And I lived when you gave me free freedom to live out what you called me to. Why should I live in my own law? Your mercy into a forever. We're going to pray one more prayer. Turn it down just a little bit. I know we're taking long, but I think this is needed. We're going to pray one more prayer. And this is a prayer that I will not judge myself by myself. Some of us are in self-manipulation. And what is that? It means that you keep manipulating yourself out of what God is calling you to. When God is saying, my mercies endure forever, which means he paid it all. So I tell you today, everybody under the sound of my voice, it's, watch this. This is why you didn't have to pay to become. He's already paid the price. That means, watch this. All I have to do is turn from what I used to do. All I have to do is decide, God, that you are the way, that you are the truth. That you are the life. And God, today, I declare that it wasn't my works in the first place. So I don't have to get better. Watch this. I have to just believe you better. I can't get better. I just got to believe you better. And when I believe you better, I, by default, come back, become better. Say somebody, I'm going in greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith, greater faith, greater faith, greater faith. Come on, the impossible. It's time to go in greater faith. Some of you, you're going to write your ideas down again. You left them somewhere. You, you, you stop writing. You stop dreaming. You're fighting the wind. So, Lord, we awaken purpose again. We awaken purpose again. And the definitive yes as we walk in our purpose. We declare, God, that we will not allow fear to take over. 
we're going to walk in the path of righteousness and be strengthened in you God we thank you this day in Jesus name give God a hand clap come on come on hallelujah hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah thank you Lord how many of you were blessed by that this morning how many of you ready come on how many are ready to get down and dirty come on how many are ready to take your hair come on take, take your nails off and get ash your elbows and take your wig and put it on the side uh oh pastor don't go too far come on you, you, you gotta come on when you walk in with real people you can't sometimes you gotta be willing to let free to get what you need from God can you say amen I think it's in my office. Thank you. There is a cost to reveal the price. Your cost, your cost, your personal Holy Spirit cost, watch this, is in the, the mandate, the consecrated mandate for your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Somebody say consecrated mandate. When you come into your consecrate mandate, watch this. You are able to have the strength for your mission. You're able to operate in the mode of the mission. Does that make sense? How many of you know there's a difference in your perspective, your posture, your attitude, your character, when you're not in the right mindset for the space that you're occupying? Uh-oh, it looked like y'all then shut up and went home. All right, we, we, I'll stop. Are y'all getting this? So you have to identify the mind of God that it takes for that level that you're trying to occupy. Amen? Because you can't go in that office with that old mindset. Some of you, God has given you language for the next level. You can't prophesy talking about uh, shoulda, woulda, and coulda. Come on, God going to give you the articulation how to put the words in the right order. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So don't, don't take your walk lightly, amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Give God one more hand clap. At this time, we're going to prepare our tithes and offering. If you have uh, would like to text and give, you can give at 214-214-4055. Amen. How many of you know it's important to give to God? I'm still, how many of y'all know it's important to give to God? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Give our visitors a hand for being here. Our first visitors, second visitors, third visitors, fourth week visitors. That's all right. Amen. 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 I do want to let you know that if you don't have a church home, we would love to walk with you down the path that God is leading you to. Amen. So if you would like to know how to grow uh, into more things here, uh, we would love to have you. Amen. We are excited. We're going to have our mastery class in the coming of the first of the year. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got some work to do. Amen. Come on. Come on. If you're going to be definitive in your nest, you got to know what you're doing. Amen. 
How many of y'all tired of practicing with, with Christians? Oh, come on. I don't want practice in communication. I want to know what I'm doing. I don't want practice with my children. I want to know what I'm doing. Come on. Some of, you know, you mess up the first two children, and then you, you do the right one on the third one. But they, boy, we messed up the first one. We, we trying to help him out. But uh, I'm learning what, what it takes for the next one. <laughs> Come on. I got to know how to do stuff on purpose instead of doing it by mistake. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I also want to uh, give an announcement that our leadership, our apostle going to be in town. Woo-hoo! Come on, give God a hand clap. I would love for everyone to come out. It's going to be a powerful time. Um, he's a mighty man of God and, and, and um, just one to be honored. And, and we thank God for him. Um, he's going to be here. What's that date? Next weekend. This weekend coming. The 13th, 14th, and 15th. So clear out your schedule. You do not want to miss that. Amen. How many of y'all want to come into a greater encounter? All right. There, there are certain times you don't want to miss. Come on. You don't miss your meeting at the job, right? Amen. All right. Don't miss your meeting with God. Amen? Amen. So make sure you clear your schedules, invite somebody out. And I, I definitely believe that we're going to be blessed. We're also going to be talking about uh, marriage and ministry. We're also going to be walking down, uh, shepherding a child's heart. So we're going to be talking about marriage. We're going to be talking ministry. We're going to talk about uh, manuals for ministry. We're going to be breaking down every aspect of ministry. Amen. So you get your tablets, get your mind together, and, and we would love to see you here. Amen. As you prepare your tithes and offering, please look at the screens for our announcements. Amen. 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 Can we give God one more hand clap? For what he's doing in your life and what he's about to do. Amen. I am excited. You know what I'm excited about? We are going higher. Amen. Amen. When everything looked like it's in chaos, we're still going higher. Amen? Amen. So prepare yourself for what God is about to do in your life. Amen. Stand to your feet as we pray for our offering.